No more rocket balls, please. You know what time the game starts? A lot of distractions, a lot of nonsense. The title is back in town! Welcome to Talking Title Town. Just a couple of casual Packer fans who actually know what we're talking about. We look at the GM. Weekly recaps, debates, predictions, and more. We're Dan and Scud. Thanks for listening. Scud. Winning in, baby. Winning in. Unbelievable. It's all right in front of us. How about that? What was the lowest percentage chance we had to make the playoffs at this year? I want to say it was down to 0. .08. I, I was going to say 1%, I, I believe. Around um, yep. plus or minus there. When we were four and eight uh playing the Bears, we were at point zero eight. And here we are. I don't know what the current percentage is, but control our own destiny. We had a shit ton of help, man. But yeah, for everything crazy. to for everything to come together like it has, for us to not even need help this week isn't is absurd. Yeah. It's absurd. Well, I mean, what, what were we talking about? Um, like the little things where every single – or all the correlations between this season and the year we won the Super Bowl. I know. Right? It's getting freaky. It's getting freaky, right? We both started three and two. Both had to win your last four games. Both ended with a win and in situation. Last time was we had to play the Giants, I think. It was at home. No, it was might have been Bears. Giants, Bears. Bears. We had to play both those teams and beat both of them to get in. And here we are. Another division last, rival last yep. week at Lambeau. Getting hot at the right time, playing our best football. Yeah, last time Rodgers had 10-plus interceptions in a season also. I mean, there's yeah, there's so many little things that uh, make you think back to 2010. But, yeah, and we're getting hot at the right time. The, de- uh, the defense is getting hot too, which um, – Incredible turnaround from the lowest of lows, and uh, Joe Barry has definitely made a change uh, schematically, and uh, that was the most one of the most pa- fun Packers games to watch I've I've seen in a long time. Was, that was just incredible. Yeah. It definitely up there as one of the most fun I've had watching a Packers game in a really long time. I, mm-hmm. It's the the defense coming around like they have is probably the biggest shock to me, especially when we were down there and we were really down in the dumps and the dirt. It, it just felt like, okay, offense is figuring it out, but the defense was always that thing that was supposed to be why we had a chance going into the season. We knew offense was going to be a struggle, and it was, but defense was supposed to carry that load until the offense found their footing and gained their feet. And it, it's interesting how it seemed like the offense figured their shit out before the defense did. And now we're we're playing pretty complimentary football. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. I mean, watching Jair put Justin Jefferson in hell through the whole game and watching him mentally explode and uh, the pressure we were getting on the quarterback and without Rashawn Gary, mind you, um, and the DBs, you know, communication was way off beginning of the year. Scheme was way off. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong was going wrong. And now everything that could go right is going right for us. I mean, you know, I don't think we have a dropped interception. We had seven uh, before the bye. I mean, it's coming together at you couldn't ask for a better time. Four and eight, and things needed to change that week. And since then, it's 
it's steadily gotten better each week. And obviously there's still room to improve and um, another home game, de facto playoff game. And then we get into the dance and then you never know, especially in, in the NFC this year. Yeah, totally. And you did mention something that I was going to, I was going to touch on is obviously it seems like at the end of every season, I don't want to go there, but there's always the what if, right? Like, I don't know, for example, it was for years, it was what if this game was at home, right? Rather than yeah. down in Atlanta or um, on the road against, I'm trying to remember, anyways, Seattle, right? The, the what if mm-hmm. it was at home? What if that Brandon Bostic onside kick never happened? Oh, God. <laughs> what if, you know, so on and so forth. Right now, for me, the one that I'm thinking about is what if – Rashawn Gary was still playing. I know. Is that going to be the what if, if the season were to end, whether that's this week or divisional championship round, Super Bowl, and we aren't able to get that quarterback pressure, and that was the one thing we're lacking? I, man, I could see that. You know, just like, God, what if Rashawn Gary was still playing? Yeah, that injury definitely sucks. Um he was really coming into his own, becoming a superstar, and I mean, that unfortunately that's just football. And luckily, I guess we right. haven't had another really major, significant one like that. I mean, Watson has missed, Dobbs has missed some games, Aaron Jones is playing a little bit banged up. But I mean, you look at some other teams around the league, and they've lost some really key guys, and you know, got to do what you got with, got to play with what you got, and we're still getting pressure. Granted, some of them are a little bit more coverage sack related, but you know, any bars playing really well. Preston Smith is just solid every year. Justin Hollins is making a name for himself. The the pickup from the Rams who they thought, I guess they didn't need. Um, you know, guys are rallying around each other and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. 100%. I just fear, you know, that we run in that place where you just need to stop and, yeah. you know, a guy to win the game at the end, you know, somehow, some way our offense scores up 28 points and whoever we're playing in an NFC championship game or even a wild card weekend game, it has 24 and they got to go down and score a touchdown to win. And we're missing that guy who slaps the football down on a third down, you know, or gets a sack on fourth in a big time moment. But yeah, or eats a double team too. I mean, guys, yeah, offensive line right. has to send, you know, help that way. And that opens up for other guys. Hopefully, hopefully we don't uh, come into that scenario, but it, it is definitely something weary to think about. I had to get it out of the way. I won't, I won't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't mention it again, but it's in the back of my mind. And something I had to say is I can picture that being the what if narrative <laughs> if something were to happen, but not this year, not now, mm. not the way that this team's playing and the momentum we have. Snowball's rolling downhill. Yeah. Uh, but, but let's get really quick into the top five, bottom five, uh, top five offense. Number one, Mercedes Lewis. Wow. Number two, Aaron Jones. Number three, Alan Lazard. Number four, Romeo Dobbs. Number five, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, top five, defense, Isaiah McDuffie, Kenny Clark, Rudy Ford, TJ Slayton, and Jair Alexander. Like it. I'm surprised Jai wasn't higher. We missed some tackles or something, or just didn't even get thrown at. But that you should that should help with corners. True. Um, bottom five offense: John Runyon, Patrick Taylor, Samori Touri. I don't even remember him being out there. Mm. 
uh, Randall Cobb and Josh Myers. PT. Um, bottom five, defense, Jonathan Garvin, Corey Ballantyne, Eric Wilson, Justin Hollins, Darnell Savage. Anything notable there that you want to touch on? Um, Nothing really. You know, the two offensive linemen, Myers and uh, Runyon being in the bottom with how well we run, ran the ball and protected Rodgers is interesting. But mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's kind of, you know, usual players big dog getting number one is cool um yeah he's a, definitely an under the radar guy that you know means so much to the run game and in our offense that you know unless you really watch film and and watch him specifically you won't really won't really see him yeah totally one thing that i thought was curious is darnell savage being bottom five we had a pick six yeah <laughs> you must have played really bad then you know yeah, I, yeah, and again, I mean, I guess I don't know what PFF really dives into, but that is a little bit interesting, seeing as though he had one of the, I don't know, top three best plays of the game. Of the season. Yeah, See, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It's interesting. But what about the matchup coming this week against the Lions? Anything you're looking for? Um. Well, other than this game, maybe, it was probably our best defensive game of the year holding them to 15 points and they were coming in super hot offensively um so i guess i'm gonna look at our defense excited to see them and how well they're playing against an offense that can explode and then also um our red zone offense uh last time against the lions we were 0 and 4 that's something we've kind of struggled with all year Mm-hmm. And something that, especially if and what you know, when we make the playoffs, we gotta score touchdowns. And right. as Packer fans, for as long as we have been, we know that kicking field goals in the red zone can only hurt you. So, red zone offense, and then hopefully our defense keeps playing hot. How I think you? that I think that's a great point. Red zone offense is the final piece I think here that mm-hmm. we can build to improve on. Winning four in a row is awesome. Winning five in a row will be great. But if we can end the season with a great four for four in the red zone with touchdowns, I think that'd be like the last step, really. Yeah. To put us in a position to be really freaky out there for anyone that we're playing against. I'll ask you a question. Question of the day. Yep. When we win on Sunday. Like it. Who would you rather play? In the first round of the playoffs, mm. there's really only there's three options: it's Cowboys, Niners, Vikings. Oh man, give me the Vikings. Oh really? Yep, give me the Vikings. I um, it it would be fun as just n- non-Packers fan. It'd be fun because of all the shit that was talked between the you know, especially Jair and Justin Jefferson and Jair doing the gritty in his face, and then Tunyon doing the gritty tunnel parade thing in the end zone and um, division opponent. I think as a football fan, it'd be the most fun. And as a NF, as a Packers fan, I think the Vikings are the worst team of those three. The Cowboys are going to shoot themselves in the foot. So, you know, like always, it wouldn't be a horrible one to face them, but I think the Vikings are the worst of the three. Okay. What are you thinking? I, I, I go back and forth. I man, if you you look at all three of them, 
Niners are, I think, the best, most complete team that I would not want to play in a second or third round in the playoffs. But the first round, Brock Purdy's playoff debut could be the perfect storm for us. That is that is true, which is, you know, props to him for doing what he's done. That's pretty crazy. He's been great. But now you yeah. enter him in a, this is a playoff game. You're going up against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I, yeah. That might be too big of a moment. And then he finally hits that wall, throws two picks, you know, gives with us our chance. defense, defense playing hot too. Right. And, you know, Raiders just benched Derek Carr and scored 31 points, went to overtime with the Niners. That's true. So they've, they've been proven to put holes in that defense too. So I don't know. Niners, I think, like I said, if, Purdy's able to get for, through that first game, that first playoff game, fine enough. Um, they might be the most dangerous team. I think more dangerous than the Eagles. Um, Cowboys would probably be my number one, though. I think we could beat the Cowboys. I think we always win down there. Um, I was just, when you were talking about that, I was like, man, Lambeau South, de facto home game down there. Rodgers plays so well in that stadium, too. He does because that was that his first ever PT that he had in the NFL was down in Dallas, right? It might, I think so. Yeah, I don't know if it was Jerry's World yet, but it was. Yeah, it was down. It in wasn't, Dallas. but he came in for Far when he was injured, and I yep. want to say that was in Dallas. Yeah, it, it, I don't think it was at Lambeau, and we almost won that game. Almost won that game. Yep, I, I was at that game. Terrell Owens wow. with the popcorn. Yeah. I had uh, I was visiting some family friends down there and got to go to the game. That's really cool. Yeah. That's kind of my first like real big Packer memory that I've had. But, right. Um I don't I'm not afraid of Dallas. Um I <laughs> I'd love to beat Mike McCarthy in a playoff game. That'd be great. Yeah. And the the thing about Minnesota, man, is playing him again a third time. And now the way we just pissed them off after that game, like we embarrassed them, absolutely embarrassed them. And now we got to go into U.S. Bank Stadium. We just don't play well there. We just don't. We don't. We but hey, if we're going there, bad mojo. If we're going the 2010 route, you know, we're going to have to beat a division opponent three times to get in the Super Bowl. So maybe, maybe the story's going to write itself. We play the Vikings again and the comparisons keep coming. We also got to play the Eagles to rewrite our history, too. Yep. In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. That's right. I would, I don't know, I'd, I'd go Dallas, Niners, Vikings, believe it or not, even though I think Vikings are the least competent team of those three. And they've won a ton of close games, games that could have been L's. Uh, the way the cards are played right now, I would rather not have to play at the Vikings stadium. They're also, mojo. I their their stadium is the scariest part of their whole entire team. Um, they right. also are down a they're down their tackle who suffered an Achilles injury and he's out for the out for the remainder of the season, including the playoffs. Okay, that's um, interesting. So, so I think I'd go Vikings, Cowboys, and then Niners, and they're I, and I think they're all very close. Like the the fact that the Niners just in itself scare me in the playoffs, just because. You know, they're kind of our arch nemesis. Right. Um, but Brock Purdy, uh, you know, in the playoffs, you, you just don't know. The Cowboys will always be the Cowboys. 
and the Vikings just don't seem that good. So, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go Vikings, Cowboys, Niners. How about though for a storytelling side of it, kind of to romanticize the idea of us beating the Niners finally? <laughs> this would be the year. I mean, it, you could see the thirty for thirty happening right now. What if yeah. I told you <laughs> that Colin Kaepernick finally got beaten ten years later? The four and eight start Packers. Yeah. Do it. Four and eight finally avenge that Kaepernick loss. You would hope so. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cool. We have a yeah, we have a lot like with those three teams, it would be very satisfying to beat all to beat all of them. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Oh man, we'll see. So what about uh you want to make a prediction for this Sunday? Yeah, I think we I think we win. And the score is going to be 28-13. Wow. Yep. Win pretty handily? Yes. That's That would be huge. Yep. We're – put the stamp on it. The Packers are fucking hot. And we're yeah. going in the playoffs, and here we go. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think it's uh, – I think if we win, we win big. If we lose, we lose close. Yep. Um, as scary as that is, I mean, I think I saw a stat though that the Dolphins just not the Dolphins, the Lions aren't great on the road. They are, uh, they average 32 points per game at home at Ford Field and just 20 points per game on the road. That's good news. They're, for dome, us. they're dome fairies, just like the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So I'm going to go 31. 17. Yup. Pack. Love it. Pack, baby. What about player predictions? Watson scores a 50 plus yard touchdown. Mm. He almost had one. He almost had one. You know, those jump balls are tough and it's hard to see, but you hit him in the hands. So, you know, but I think he gets one uh, against the Lions defensively or special teams. Man, Um, I'm going to go with. Um, the defense is going to score another touchdown. That's what I'm going to go. Really? We're going to score another touchdown. Either fumble, pick. Yeah, we're going to score another touchdown. That would be amazing. Um, I'm going to say player prediction wise. Ooh, one more. Yeah, they're going to ki- they're going to kick away from Kashawn Nixon. They're going to kick away from our the Green Bay Packers returner is dangerous, and they're going to kick away from him. That's another prediction. All right, here's a prediction for you. I think uh, he has a punt return for a touchdown on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. That would be – build the statue. I can see the graphic right now. Only players ever to have a punt return and a kick return touchdown in back-to-back weeks, Devin Hester, Deion Sanders, and name one other guy. Yeah. Darren Sproles or some shit. I, that would be so cool. So cool. So punt return for a touchdown, Keyshawn Nixon. I'm going to yep. go Aaron Rodgers – has a day. I think he wants so badly to be part of the party. Mm-hmm. That I think there's a there's a narrative going on right now, and I think he's listening to it that the Packers are winning without Aaron Rodgers playing stellarly, right? We're yeah. playing complimentary football. We're running the ball. We're not relying on his arm talent to win football games, and I think he wants to shut all those people up. And he's going to throw three touchdowns. Oh yeah. 
He's, so Aaron Rodgers is going to co- throw three touchdowns more than 250 yards. So it kind of coincides with a 50 plus yard bomb over yeah. to Christian Watson. That would help him out. So Rogers just has a great day is what I'm going to say. That'll be fun to watch as well. Yeah. He's going to have a great day. He's going to shut up all the guys and the narrative is going to be okay. Now, now Rogers is playing well going in the playoffs. Well, he got a haircut too. looks nice. Looks great. Yeah. Looks so. like that 2010 look. Let's do it, man. What a what a what a time. What a season. Um just Roller exciting coaster. stuff. Oh my gosh. Was it ever? I wouldn't I any mean, we need to listen back. Did we ever say we were completely done? I don't know. I think it was always Super Bowl. Well, yeah, <laughs> of course. We're still we're still going Super Bowl. Were we down in the dumps? Yeah. yeah we're down. We knew it was knew it was gonna be a tough road to get to the Super Bowl, but you know. Hey, even, we if we, even if we win the Super Bowl this year, I still think Goody should be fired. I'll stand by that. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right. We all can right. talk about that at a later date. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Go Packers. Go Pack. We'll see you next week.